Blog Talk Radio. All right. Welcome and gather around, gather around. Amen. This is Tim Jackson. Amen. Coming in live to you. Amen. On the air. Amen. From Texas. God bless you. We love you. Gather around. Amen. Hopefully my brother's on the air with me. Amen. We're I'm on right here. Amen. Amen. We're going to talk about some things. Amen. I know it's a holiday weekend. We're going to go ahead and do the whole show. Uh, Amen. What I want to actually talk about today is salvation is what I'm going to talk about. Amen. I know we've been drilling home um, the book of Revelation a lot. Amen. I may dib and dab a little bit in the book of Revelation, but Today, I want to talk about, amen, salvation, amen. Where will you spend all eternity, amen? Are you saved? Do you know if you're saved? How do you know if you're saved, amen? And the reason why is because um, some of the teachings out here are more geared towards religion, <laughs> amen, meaning that just amen. because you're affiliated, or associated with certain type of religious groups, um, some people seem to believe that that's good enough. Um, Come on now. As, as far as, um, amen, you, you, and I'm serious about this because, you know, the, the gay preachers are on the rise, and I, I believe they've always been around. I remember my brother and them used to talk about stuff like that. They used to say uh, how, you know, they would find out late on years down the line how some of the preachers were gay or some of the people in the community was gay. Um, I remember when my brother was saying something about uh, my high school principal. Hey, man, he was saying that he was gay. I don't know. I have no way to confirm. I don't know how he knows. He said some old school guy told him. I don't know. I don't know how these folks know that stuff. I tend to stay to my to myself, keep to myself in my, my own business. My focus is God first, family second, and then you know, of course my own personal business. Um, I don't have very many friends, and that's by choice. Uh, a lot of associates, of course, I got a lot of associates, but people just my closer. Now remember, when I, when I call a person a friend, I mean. Someone who you would allow around your family. Everybody can't come to my come house. On. Everybody not hey man, everybody can't sit at my table. Everybody can't sit in my living room. I got kids. I got a wife. I have a family. Amen. And my location I keep private. You don't need to know where I live. I don't need to know where you live. Amen. Because I'm not trying to see people like come that. On. Amen. I've had people say, oh, man, I want to come over. No, you don't. <laughs> We're not doing all that. Because you never know what people intend is. Amen. But. I want to talk about salvation because I want people to understand that religion, amen, and we have to kind of, we have to, you have to, you have to be careful because they're, they're very similar. They are. They're very similar. A religion is a belief, amen, and, 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 and what it is, it's a, it's a form of worship in what you believe in. Um, and we know this has always been since the beginning of time. Nimrod, you know, he started. Um, Nimrod started with the um, with the false religions and everything. And so we know with Come the on. false religions, Amen. You know that you know the false religions, Amen. We know that. Um, it, it, I mean, he just his him and his dad, his dad Cush, 
I mean, my gosh, he started, but Nimrod, well, so this is how we got so many gods, not just because Nimrod. We know that we got so many gods because there's so many fallen angels and so many demons, but they're the ones, let's put it like this. Nimrod was the one that took it to another level. He made it organized. And this is why you got so many religions. There's only one one religion. And I think about how, you know, people don't really mock other religions like they do our religion. Our religion is the most mocked, the most disrespected, I noticed. And that says a lot. That speaks volumes. That, that lets me know that I'm on the right track. Because when people hate you, you're on the right track. That's just all it is to it. Amen. And so don't get religion mixed up with belief. Amen. I believe Come on. in the one and only true God. This is the God that created the heavens and the earth. This is the God that created the angels, the host of the angels, the host of the earth, Adam and Eve, mankind. Um, this is the man that sent our Savior to redeem us from everlasting destruction. I Come believe on. that Christ died for our sins. Amen. I believe that Come God on. raised him from the dead. Amen. Because I, yes. I don't want no, no, no miscalculations. I don't want no mistakes about it. I want no bones about it. I don't want you to misguess what I believe. Hey, man. So every now and then, this ain't the first time I've done it. I've done it several years ago on the show. I do it in church where I preach at different churches. Because I want you to know who, who I am and what I believe. I don't want you to, to get in. I don't want you to mistake anything. Hey, man. But there seems hey, to man. be a lack of clarity in our community that calls themselves, when you call yourself a believer, uh, well, you call yourself an Israelite, a Christian, whatever, whatever title you call. We get, we got so many titles within uh, people who read the Bible. You know, Farrakhan, he don't know what he wants to do. He don't know if he want to read from the Quran or the Bible. He see, he reads more from the Bible than he does the Quran. Amen. But Come I have on. to say, this. I have to say this because this is what I've, I've been noticing, and not not only just on social media, but just meeting people. People want to take your book which is the Bible, which if you follow the structure of the Bible, which is what we teach, amen, when I say we, I'm talking about me and the elder. And what I have noticed is that people want to twist the Bible, okay? There's a guy on the Internet, he has a channel, and the reason why I bring this up because one of the pastors, one of my pastors at whom church I preach at. Now, I've been preaching longer than he's been preaching, but he's the new pastor over the church where my father in ministry, which who or he uh, licensed me and ordained me to be a preacher, he actually passed away some years ago, and now this new pastor took over, which I knew that I've been knowing a new pastor for, over, for almost about like 30 years for a long time now. Uh, in fact, I'm married to his first cousin. So I've been knowing him and the family for a long time. But I said that to say this. He sent me a video maybe about a month ago because somebody that he associated with that happens to come by the church, he comes by the church maybe once or twice or once a month, every other month, something like that. And he sent him a video about this gentleman 
and this guy, and he twists the Bible up so bad. And I'm uh, like, uh-huh. and, and, and what's so bad about it is people follow this guy. I'm talking about, if oh. I'm not mistaken, I'm following YouTube. This guy has about a, he may have a million followers. Uh, definitely Ooh. over half a million. Yeah, old man, it's unbelievable. You know, it's funny how people, they won't accept the true teaching, but they accept a bunch of nonsense. I can never understand. This is why the Bible says, study to show thyself approved. I'm going to come back. I'm going to let the good Reverend Boston go ahead and bless us with a prayer. I'm going to come All right. back. Hey, man. And we're going to jump into this thing. Whatever he wants to talk, he may want to talk about something different. He has free reign to talk about what he may want to go a different route. But that's just the way the Holy Spirit has led me today is to talk to you yeah. about false and fake religions. Man, go ahead, Dr. Say a word. Pray for us. All right. Father, Father, Father God, we thank you for this opportunity, for this love that you have for the church, the love that you yeah. have for the world, that you give your only begotten son, that whoever believes in him cannot perish but have everlasting life. We thank you, Lord, for letting us come together this evening, realizing the world is not interested in this salvation that we're going to talk about because it's the only salvation that man can be delivered from sin, death, hell, and the grave. But the the word says there's no other name given under heaven whereby men can be saved but by the name of Jesus. As we go into the word, Lord, we just want you to move in a mighty way. Let the Holy Ghost move. Let it stir up our hearts and minds. Let it prick our mind. Let it convict our mind. Let it demolish our mind and our heart and soul that somebody, somebody may get the understanding that without the shedding the blood of Jesus Christ, there's no remission of sin. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, brother. Awesome prayer. Awesome prayer. Thank you Amen. so much. Amen. Awesome right. prayer. Amen. I want to start. Let's start in the center. Let's start right in the middle. Let's jump right, right into the plan of salvation. Let's start right in the middle. All right. Well, since I was called to preach and minister 23 years ago, April 15, 2000, when I first got saved, I was happy. I was joyous because now I knew I wasn't going to hell. Couldn't nobody <laughs> hey, tell man. me nothing. I mean, couldn't nobody tell me nothing. I remember when I first got saved, my wife, uncle, who was a pastor, came to visit us. And mind you, I wasn't, I was a baby. When I tell you I was a baby, I had a pacifier in my mouth. I was a baby in Christ. Didn't know, nothing, didn't know what I thought I knew. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> See, when you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will... The Bible's going to wash you away, wash your sins, wash you whiter than snow. You saved, you saved. You know, people want to add all this stuff to salvation. Oh, you got to have the commandments and the law. Oh, you got to do this and, and on all that Sabbath and you got to do. Don't get me wrong. God gave us instructions. We ought to follow those instructions. We love God. That's what the Bible said. We love him. We do his commandments. So I don't want you to think that I'm I'm telling you to do the opposite of what God has told us to do. That is not what I'm saying to you. What I am simply going to say to you is that the commandments which Moses came down from the mountain with does not save you. If that was the case, Christ wouldn't need to go through what he went through. 
Let's come just on, be real. He wouldn't have came down if it took the commandments of God, if it took the ordinances that Moses gave to the children of Israel. If it took Abraham and the children of Israel to Come save on. you, God would not have needed, he would have had no need to send Christ. Do yeah. not get that mixed up. We don't have a religion. Are we religious? Surely we are. I read my Bible. I pray. I fast. I study. I practice certain things in my life. I practice watching my mouth. I practice trying to keep my mind conscious and clear. I do the best that I can to not think negative. I'm fighting with that right now. I'm, I'm praying to God that he blessed me to, to fast more and, and pray more, that um, I have on, a bad habit. I'm just going to be real with you, man. I'm going to be real. I'm going to tell you about them. I don't know about nobody, but I'm going to tell you about me. I have a bad habit that I, I'm going to tell you something that I can't stand. Oh, my gosh. Y'all don't know. Let me tell you what I can't stand. You want to know what I can't stand? Come on. Come on. I can't stand fake people. Oh, my God. You don't don't know how deep I can go, man, to tell you I can't stand fake people. Oh, man, this is preaching the city. Oh, he's so fake. Oh, you can you can you can just tell me you talk to him, he's lying. Have you ever talked to people like that? Come when on, you talk to him, you know he's lying. You just think in your mind, and, and forgive me for saying this, but I'm gonna say it. And my mind be like, this Negro's lying. I just look at him mm-hmm. and sit and watch it. Boy, he got lies written all over his body. But it's funny that uh, people will follow people like that. Now it don't matter the size of the church. It don't matter if they got two people, if they got a thousand people. You got to be careful who you listen to, careful who you follow. All the right, Bible all says right. study to show thyself. Do you know what that means? Study, study the Bible for yourself is what it means. Don't let what it means. Tim, don't let Elder Bazaar, don't let Tim the overseer tell you anything. I've been saying that since I've been teaching and preaching. I tell people, man, don't you dare let me tell you anything. You get in this Bible, you fast. You pray, you read, you study, and you pray again. You ask the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit for understanding. And I guarantee you, God will give it to you. Don't just take Come my on. word for it. Amen. Amen. Don't just take Come my on. word for it. Give me one moment. Amen. 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 So you, have to, you have to think about these things because... People will fall for anything. Man, this guy gets on the on the internet. He goes to talking about the Messiah, Yeshua. He goes to talking about Yahweh, and he just twists the Bible. I'm like, are y'all upset? I'm thinking to myself, there is no way, and I'm sure with all the falls he has and all the views, you know, <laughs> excuse me, a lot of people on YouTube just to make money. Which ain't nothing wrong with that. It's okay. It, hey, I'm not knocking. Get your hustle. On. I'm not. I'm not knocking you making money, but don't lie on the word. That's where I have a problem. If you tell the truth and you making a million dollars a month, I ain't got no problem with it. The Bible says your gifts right. shall make room for you. But as long as you yes, are telling sir. the truth and you are saving souls, you love men, you love the, the people. Yeah, yeah. The, You love the Jews and the Gentiles. You love the sinners as well as the saints. I have no problem. Make all the money that you want, but don't lie on God. Come on, preacher. Come on. 
You know, you got some people that because they got so many viewers, even when they are wrong, they are ashamed to admit it. They got so many people following them if they misquote. And, and I know, and then I'm on that subject. I'm going to ask for forgiveness because I believe I misspoke last week. I said something wrong the other than what I meant. It's about the 24 elders. I think I said that the 24 elders were divided between the yeah, church yeah. and the old church. I think it's just, if I'm not mistaken, from my old studies, it's just the church age saints. That's who the 24 elders are. And elder, can, he can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I believe it's just the church. The church age saints is the 24 elders. It's not split half. Yes, last yes, week, yes. It, I, I split in half, and I, and, I, and I caught myself at the end of the shot. I said, you know what? I think I misspoke, and I need to go back and apologize and make that right with the people because in the past, I've always taught that the 24 elders was the church. I don't know why it came out on the air, why I said that it was half and half. Amen. But if I'm wrong, amen, All right. forgive me. Amen. But I, I have, look, let me tell you something. I'm not too big. I'm a man. I make mistakes. I'm not too big to apologize. If I'm mm-hmm. wrong, I'm wrong. I tell people all the time, mm-hmm. if you can prove me wrong in the Bible, amen, I'm all for it. And if I come to all the right. conclusion about the Holy Spirit that I'm wrong, hey, then I'm wrong. Amen. But you just right. can't come telling me some stuff and just think I'm just going to accept it. Where is your scripture proof. Give me some proof. These folks around talking about the church, there ain't no rapture. The church is going to go through the tribulation. <laughs> Where is your scripture proof? See, you can't go point back 100 years or 200 years to some guy talking about some, some guy came up with the rapture. No, he didn't. Paul wrote it 2,000 years ago. How could he come yes, up? He how could yes, he, he possibly come up with the The Bible says over in, I think it's First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the scripture in a minute. I'm going to read it to you. Paul said, in fact, let's just do it now. <laughs> let's just cut through the check. I got Go some more stuff I want to get to. I don't want to spend too much time on this. But I have to say this because talking to family members and friends and some of these ministers out here, then you see some stuff on, on social media. I'm like, this this can't be real. So First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter. Amen. And if you look at verse 17, it's a key verse. First Thessalonians four chapter verse seventeen it says, Then which then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. Now I remember the Greek word for this, but but because I didn't study today, it wasn't even part of my plan to even talk about this. So I'm not gonna mention the Greek word, but go back my me and my brothers talk about this and, and I can pull up right now to find out what it is. I may come back to it. This saying shall be caught up that little that little phrase shall be caught up is where they got the word rapture which is uh rapture is the latin word let me go and just look up the greek word is hold on i think it starts with an h i'm not gonna say it yet i believe it's been some years i don't know i thought that's what it was yeah and and like I said, I knew I knew it started with an agent. I knew how to say it. I just don't want to say it, amen, because I want to look it up first. But you're right. It's hard part. Me and my brothers talk about it all the time. It means to be whisked away. And you got folks out here don't believe in it. Yet, don't believe it. They can't tell you. They can't tell you when they expect it to happen. Because here's the thing. There is no other. Look, it's either, it's either got to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's got to happen because 
the Bible don't have it here for nothing. You know? Come on. People say, oh, Come on. Christ, Christ did. Well, yes, Christ did talk about it. In Matthew, the 24th chapter, he did talk yes, about sir. it. Amen. He said how one will be grinding at the mill, one will be and the one one will be taken, one will be left. What do you think he was talking about? Him and Paul were talking about the same thing. Amen. They were talking about the yes, same sir. thing. We we know that is let me tell you something. Number one, the gathering together, because that's what it's called. The being caught up is also the same thing, gathering together. It's the same thing. Paul talked about it. Paul talked about it in First Corinthians the fifteenth chapter. And if you read and study the scriptures, there's only three times that it can happen, according to what we understand. It's going to happen, number one. The fact that people who even pick up the Bible say that it's not going to happen, you need to sit down. You shouldn't even be preaching if you're trying to say that this gathering together, being caught up, is not going to happen. You, you Somebody take your Bible away from you. And if you're a pastor, somebody, somebody probably needs to take that away from you, too. And to take your title and have, make you have a seat, put you down there with the deacons. <laughs> or probably back to the back of the church with the urshers. You need to quit playing. We know for a fact, throughout the scripture, if you study it, that there is a being caught up, a whisper away. It happened to Enoch, it happened to Elijah. Come on, come on, yes, Amen. Amen. It happened yes, to Christ. Amen. Yes. And it's gonna happen again. And it's going we know yes, it according is. to the scripture what Paul said, and even what Daniel said, it's gonna be a great resurrection. It's going to happen. It's inevitable, meaning that it will happen. So you can get out of here with that. That's number one. Come on. Number two, it's either got to happen before the tribulation or in the middle, somewhere in the middle of the tribulation or at the end. Amen. Amen. But we know from so much reading, research, grammatical structure. Come on. Come on. That we believe is going to happen. Not just because we're scared, not because it just makes sense, just because what we read and studied, it's going to happen before the tribulation. Now, all right, amen, amen. Come on. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna come back to it, but I want I want to put that in your ear because you got so many people. I saw this thing on TV. I was watching TV. I think it's called FourPatriots.com. Yeah. Uh-huh. That site is talking about getting ready for um, destruction coming. They're talking about generators and having food packs. and You got to say things called four, the number four, patriots.com, something like that. Yeah, I didn't write I know it down. But I just, I just saw about an hour ago. I said, wow. Wow, I've never seen a commercial like that ever in my life. Ever in my life have I seen that type of commercial. Uh, could they just be trying to make money? They could be. The point I'm making to you is we have to wake up and know that there are too many things pointing to what's about to happen. Amen. I don't care how you All right. You want to say somebody 100 to 200 years to 500 years to 1,000 years came up with this theory when, when, when I just showed you. First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, verse 17. It's been sitting in the Bible for 2,000 years. They didn't come up with nothing. It was already there. Paul wrote it. The reason why it wasn't that much revealed to the, to the Old Testament saints, because they wasn't going to be here. 
They told Daniel, Daniel, go and stand. You won't even be here. This don't even concern you. Come on now. Christ knew the, Christ knew the church was coming because why? They had already sacrificed. He had already, he already knew he was going to the grave and he was going to be risen because Israel did not do what God commanded them to do. All right. We have to be all careful right. with all of these false religions, these false doctrines. Well, religion. You don't know what these people are paid to do. These folks on YouTube making 50000 to to 100000 a month, I heard some of them. You don't know what these folks have been paid to say. You don't know who's contacting these folks. You do think about these, some of these, these mega church pastors with, with their motivational speeches. Like the pastor said, you don't never hear them talk about the blood. You don't never hear them talk about the plan of salvation. And you know, I said, you know what? I said, and and I got to be real with you. I lived in the metro for for a great amount of years. I enjoy listening to Pastor Jakes. I do. Even sometimes I turn on it, and I'm not going to lie, don't take, don't be offended. Those of you who follow Jakes, don't be offended. He's a great motivational speaker. He really is, I got to say it. He's a yeah, great he motivational speaker. He really yeah, he is. He is like, in my yeah. opinion, he is like one of the greatest motivational speakers of all of all time. I have to say that. He's definitely in the top five, if not the top three, greatest motivational speakers of all time. Other than in Christ, Christ spoke the gospel. He spoke the word because he is the word. But he's a great he's the greatest motivational speaker of all time because you want to know why? We all get our motivational from who? From God Himself. Come on. Amen. Yeah. Amen. We get we get our motivation from God. We do. But don't get me wrong, and I'm not saying anything about Jay. I'm not here to judge him or say anything. I'm just saying I come to think about him and a lot of these mega church pastors. I can't remember them talking about the plan of salvation. I can't remember any of them talking about Romans 10, no. 9, and 10. No. I haven't heard them talk about the blood of Christ. Now, they're talking no, about they Easter. Yeah, yeah, they're talking about Easter no. and that type of rhetoric, but they don't get into the blood. That the blood no. washes you from your sin, the blood gets you, you know. That's what I'm talking cleans about. You. Yeah. yeah, it cleans you. That, that's what I'm trying to understand. Amen. That's what I'm trying to get to. Amen. So what, amen. So what do we say? I'm simply saying that we have to be careful about a lot of these folks that are religious out here. Amen. A lot of these folks are religious. And I think about, um, you know, the people who are, what do they call? Uh, Jehovah Witnesses. Me and my brother. Yeah, he's talking about how they don't celebrate. the holidays, Christmas, Christmas is what yeah, we holidays. call yeah. Amen. And, and that's don't believe in good. Don't believe else. in good. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Somebody, and I, they don't I, believe in blood transfusions. I'm sorry, go ahead. They don't believe in blood transfusions. Okay. Amen. And they don't believe in blood transfusion. Amen. And, and, and another thing is that I actually spoke to a young lady many years ago, about 23 years ago when I first got saved. She said something to me. She said that um, they don't believe in the Holy Spirit or something like that. Something to do with the Holy Spirit. They yeah, don't believe in the yeah. Holy Spirit. It's something no, like that. No. I know that for fucking. When she said that, I was in shock. Like, what? She said, yeah, we don't believe that. Something about the Holy Spirit. I was like, no, sister, the Holy Spirit is real. The Holy Spirit is part of God. And so, anyway, I'm saying this stuff. Let me go over to Romans 10, 9, and 10. I'm saying this stuff because 
when we say we believe in God and we read from this book, which we call the Bible, and it's 66 books, we must follow the structure of the Bible to interpret it. We must follow the, the history as well as the structure as well as the context to interpret and to understand God. No one should be preaching from the Bible and say things like, oh, well, Christ was only a prophet. They shouldn't say Come things on, man, like, tell it. Uh, amen, oh, well, I don't believe in uh, uh, Christ was born of the Virgin Mary, stuff like that. It's like, well, or, or yeah. a, amen, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying some of those things. I'm just recalling some of the conversations I've had in the past with people. Oh, I had one guy say a long time ago to me, over 20 years ago, he said, uh, well, I don't have a problem with God, but I got a problem with Jesus. I said, what? And so you have to be careful. And this, and this guy, you know, he, he, was, he was gay, and he said that. We was all at the little table at work. We was all talking. I'm like, well, what sense does that make that you don't have, um, you don't have, you don't have a problem with God, but you have a problem with Christ? And you may say, well, what's the significance of me mentioning that he's gay? Well, he could have been a fornicator, he could have been an adulterer. The point that I'm making is, this is why you got so many people that are not getting delivered because they don't have the rightful, rightfully divided word. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's just the truth. Yeah. They don't have the right for the body. Yes, Again, me and my brother just talking about some other guy that we've seen come through, you know, come through time, and we were just saying, this is why it's that we rightfully divide the world. Because though people come up in church don't mean that you're saved. Just because you go to church don't make you saved. <laughs> come on. Excuse me. We got that huge misconception that just because you go to a church, you attend the church, that you're saved. That is not true by far. It's not true. Your parents going to church, your big mama, your grandmama, your big daddy, your, your granddad, whoever, just because they go to church and take you to church does not make you safe. The Bible says, Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord, yeah. your and shall believe in thine heart that Yahweh hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. It's clear and cut dry. Man, when I had children in the church, I would go over this with them and teach them and talk to them about heaven and talk to them about to make sure that they got a good grasp and understand. Do you know that these kids now, some of them are above 30 years old now. Some of them in the late 20s, some of them in the mid-20s have come back and told me, Pastor, I, you know, not trying to toot my own horn, but just say things like, I can't listen to nobody else. Amen, because if they ain't teaching like you teach about salvation first, because you got to get saved first. See, you just don't just magically just get saved. I had a guy told me one time, he was in a hotel room or a motel room, and he picked up the Bible and read it and got saved. I said, now, I don't know about that. I'm not saying that it ain't possible, but that ain't what I read. The Bible says in verse 15 of Romans, the 10th chapter, and how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, amen. Oh, let me go to verse 14. Verse 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not what believed? Heard. Amen. Amen. That's what it said. And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? heard. And how shall they hear without a preacher? A preacher. Somebody. Preacher. Now, understand what the preacher part is. That, that's far more than what just that word. It's just what 
meaning that's just far more than the titles what I'm trying to tell you. A preacher is someone that is have, for one, has the spirit of God in him. He has confessed with his mouth and believed in his heart. Not this nonsense, these gay guys out here married, talking about they preaching in the church. Those ain't no preachers. Is you crazy? <laughs> they, they may call us that is according by the scriptures and the word of God. That no. is not a preacher. That's not a preacher. He may take That's the title. See, I consider and say I'm a president of the United States. He'd be like, you ain't no president. Have you went through the, the training and the, do you have the knowledge to lead a couple? Now, we know we've had some cuckoos in the Come White on House. Come on now. Come throughout on. Throughout history. We had some people. We know we had people in the, in the White House that should not have been there. We know that. So I probably, probably shouldn't have used that example. Let, let, let's say, let's say uh, I don't know, principal of a school. Well, you just can't be anybody walking to be a principal of a school. You got to go to college. You have a degree. You got to have training. You know, there's certain, what I'm saying, what I'm simply saying is, you got to be called by God to be a preacher. Do you know how many folks up here ain't called by God? They just, they out the money, some of them. Some of these folks up here are just preaching just to be preaching. I figure you're going to the book. They're just preaching just to be preaching. And the point that I'm making to you is when that guy told me he was in the hotel and just read the Bible, God said, I said, I don't know about that. The Bible says, how can you hear unless you have a what? In other words, a preacher. Do you know what the plan of salvation? Amen. A preacher. Do you know what the so so? How would you know about the plan of salvation? See, this is why this is why the scripture says, verse fourteen at the very beginning of it. Verse fourteen says, "How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed?" And not all words, right, all right. To teach you about Christ, there has to be someone to teach you about the word of God and, and the sacrifice yeah. that He made. The how much somebody had to teach you about. Uh, St. John, the third chapter, verse 15, 16, uh, so God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have what everlasting life. Somebody must be there to teach you that. Come on. You can't just be walking down the street and pass the church and say, I think I'm going to get saved. That ain't how it works. Because you don't even mm-hmm. know the first what about getting a kid. Could it be possible? I'm not going to say it's impossible, but I'm just not convinced. Now I'm convinced about what Christ said over Matthew 24, that in the day of the Lord, because you want to know why? There's going to be some serious convincing then, because you want to know why? There's going to be cracks in the earth larger than your, wider than the street. You're going to see some demons going to hit the earth. Fire I hear fall you. From heaven. The blood, the water going to turn. The There's going to be some serious convincing. You're going to see folks trying to kill themselves. They won't die. Then Christ said, all they have to do is simply call. That's a different time. People, people don't have much convincing now. There ain't nobody jumping off a Come building and, and hitting, hitting the concrete and getting up walking. That ain't something we've never nope. seen. That's some, that's some stuff that show you on TV, but we ain't actually saw stuff like that. Come on. People are going to see some things. They're going to say, you know what? I don't want this. Lord, come get me. Lord, I want to be saved. Save me. Do whatever you got to do. Get, that's how I did 23 years ago. Lord, I want to be yeah. saved. Yeah. Hey, but man. See, what I want you to understand is I had been in church before. And I'm not saying that you can't get saved like that, but I had been in church all my life. I knew better. I had been raised and taught. Not saying this man no. was. Amen. But I'm trying to simply make a yes, point. Sir. Yes, sir. This, this is also why you got so many folks. You got to be careful.
powerful is what I'm trying to say. This is why you got so many people, they, they have an epiphany. Oh, I'm going to become a preacher. But you don't want to yeah. drop your gay life yeah. back. What? No, I yeah. had to drop my horse. I had to stop all that stuff. Chasing women, going to the club, going to the Tata bar, throwing money on the stage as women. Come on, preacher. Oh, y'all not here. See, y'all, y'all getting too too technical. You, yeah, you understand the point that I'm making to you. Hey, man, go ahead, Doc. I mean, go, go ahead. I'm like, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, that's all right. Here, this, this, this is your time. This is your time. Let me tell you, you hit the word, the salvation, salvation, education. Salvation is the most important thing that a man can receive. If, if it don't come from God, it's not salvation. But the world is mixed up on religion. Christ is not a religion. Oh, look at here. I said Jesus Christ is not a religion. Jesus Christ is the person of God himself in the flesh. It's God Almighty in the flesh. Guess what? Amen. Jesus Christ had a blood system. He had a blood system just like a human being because he became man. And blood is one of the most important fluids in the Bible. There's no other fluid in the Bible more important than the blood. I'm going to show you in the Word of God what the blood is. The blood is. Listen to this. In the fourth chapter of Genesis, in the fourth chapter of Genesis, we read in the fourth verse, it says, And Abel he also brought of the first firstling of his flock and of the fat. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth and his countenance fell. Well, here's two, two sacrificials that was laid on the altar. First, Abel laid his sacrifice. What did he lay on the altar? He laid a lamb. He used the blood as an atonement for his sin. This is the first sacrifice ever done in the whole Bible. You're not going to find it nowhere else in no other Bible, but this is the first sacrifice that God instructed Abel and Cain to do. And what happened? Cain did not obey. Cain was a gardener. Cain thought by him working in the garden and growing food, uh, uh, that was a, a, a sacrifice that God wanted. But God didn't want your works. God don't want what you've done. What God wants, he wants faith. And Abel had faith in God to recognize that he was a sinner. And he Amen. needed some blood to make an atonement for his sin. He needed that blood. And so he took that lamb's blood and laid it on the altar and bowed his face towards the ground. And when he bowed his face to the ground, telling God, Lord, this blood that I'm offering up is an atonement for my sins. Will you accept me by faith that I recognize that I am a low-down sinner and I need salvation only through what? This blood of the lamb. That was the Old Testament. Old Testament, they used animals. They used like turtle doves. They used like bullocks. They used lambs. They used goats as an atonement for the sins of mankind. And we find out that when Cain offered his up, the Lord rejected it. Why did he reject it? Because the Lord did not see no blood on the altar. Oh, y'all ain't listening to me. Y'all ain't listening to me. I'm going to get some scriptures on, for you doctor. so you can understand what I'm talking about. Listen to me. There's three kinds of bloods in the Bible, three kinds of blood in the Bible, man's blood, animal blood, and the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And those three bloods, those three bloods 
runs all the way through the Bible. And the Amen. reason it runs all the way through the Bible, I'm going to show you why it runs all the way through the Bible. Get your Bibles out. Let me show you something. In the 17th chapter of Leviticus, listen to this. This is God talking to Moses. This is God talking to the priesthood. The 11th verse says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood. I have given it, I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that making atonement for the soul. God has given this to the Levitical priesthood to let them know the animal blood that you're going to use is an atonement for your sin because the soul is in the blood. And if you don't believe me, the soul is in the blood, I'll tell you what you do. Go down, go down to the blood bank and tell them, folks, I want you to drain all the blood out of my body. Drain it out. Mm. Ain't nobody in their right mind. Ain't nobody in your right mind going <laughs> to go down there and tell them to drain my blood. Why? Because my Amen. soul is in the blood. If you drain all my blood out of my body, I will die. I Amen. will die. Why? Because the soul, the very presence of your soul <laughs> is in the blood. But without blood being in your body, you are because That's right. That's through right. that blood system, through that blood system, if you want to know what's going on in your body, you know where they go to? They go to the blood system. They check your blood, and they can tell you exactly if you got leukemia, if you got syphilis, if you got gonorrhea, if you got COVID, any disease that can get in your blood, they can find it out that it's in your body through the blood. No other way. Amen. Why? Because the soul is in the blood. Now, in the Old Testament, before Jesus Christ came, men had to use blood of animals. And the animals was lambs, goats, turtle doves, bullocks, red heifers. Why? Because there was an atonement for the sin of man through that animal's blood. But the animal's blood cannot save the human race. The animal's blood cannot Amen. save the human race. Because you cannot take, good God Almighty, you cannot take a bull, a, the blood of a bull, and put it in a, in a vessel and put it in your veins and let that bull blood go through your veins. You cannot live because it's a, it's a different structure. It's a different DNA. It's a different chromosome. It's different. You cannot live without human blood. If you're on the battlefield, good God Almighty, if you're on the battlefield and you're losing blood, the first thing the man says, man, he's losing blood. We got to get some plasma in here. They'll rush that helicopter, bring it on the ground, take that vessel, stick that, that needle into his vein, and guess what? That man can be saved by that blood of another man. Ooh, do you understand Amen. what I'm saying? I'm saying physical life has to have the blood system. Physical life has to have the blood system. No blood system, guess what? You can't do it. Come on now. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm going to go to, let's go to uh, 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 Hebrews. Somebody, ooh, my God, my God. Man, you, you struck a chord tonight. You struck a chord tonight. When you talk about salvation, you talk about it. Let's go to the 11th chapter of Hebrews. Hebrews 11th chapter, the fourth verse. 
the fourth verse. I want you to read this and understand it loud and clear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was what? Righteous. Abel was righteous. Why? Because he used the animal blood. He used that lamb's blood. Cain didn't put no blood on the altar. And when he didn't put no blood on the altar, guess what? God was not pleased because he didn't see the blood. And when he didn't see the blood, Cain got angry. And when he got angry, he got angry at Abel because God accepted his sacrifice and God rejected him. So by him getting angry, he got jealous. When he got jealous, guess what? He killed his own brother, the first murder that was ever recorded in the Bible. And men have been murdering each other now over religious difference. And the religious difference is salvation is not a religion. Salvation is a relationship. And the only way you can have a relationship with Jesus Christ is that you must be washed in the blood of the Lamb, because Jesus' blood is the only blood that can purify your soul. It's the only blood that can purify your heart. It's the only blood that can change your life. And the Bible tells me without the shit. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm, not gonna, I'm just not going to read something that I read out of a funny book, because the Bible's not a funny Amen. book. It's not a, it's not a play for it. Let's, 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 let's go to the ninth chapter of Hebrews. Let's see what it says. Ninth chapter. 22nd verse, 22nd verse, he says, almost, and almost all things are by the law, purged with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Without the shedding of blood, in the Old Testament, by the uh, uh, by, by, by Israel, because the Jews were the only ones that knew anything about this sacrifice in Judaism. And God instructed them to use that until the fullness of time comes. What's the fullness of time? The fullness of time came when Jesus Christ came. He said in the fullness of time, God sent his own son what to die on Calvary's cross. What was needed for Jesus to die on the cross? physical life. He had to have a blood system. It wasn't man's blood. It wasn't an angel's blood because angels don't have blood. They tell me it wasn't no seraphim or cherubim. It was the blood of Jesus Christ, which was God's blood. And God's blood is holy. God's blood is powerful. God's blood is is ultimate change people's lives. And by faith, you can accept the blood of Jesus Christ by faith through the death and the burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ on the cross. So when a man believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died, he died, he died, he died. He died until hell had convulsion. He died until the moon turned red. He died until the sun got embarrassed and went out. He died and dropped his head between the locks with his shoulder, and they tell me every single drop of blood was shedded on Calvary's cross, and the blood of Jesus Christ was so powerful that it made hell shake. It was so powerful that the devil trembled and buckled his knee. It made it it's so powerful that every demon in hell shakes at the name of Jesus because he know that the name of Jesus means there's power in his blood. And when Jesus comes Amen. back, the only one that's going to be caught up in the rapture, the only one that's going to be born again, the only one that's going to be sanctified the only one that's going to be justified, the only one that's going to be edified, and the only edification that you can receive is the redemptive power of the blood of Jesus Christ. That's why those old saints uh, used to sing back there in the day of time when they didn't have pianos and drums. They said, I know it was the blood. 
I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. One day when I was home. He died up on the cross. I know it was a blood for me. I'm telling you right now, we don't hear that in churches no more. Because the Bible says in the last days there shall be a falling away first. And what people don't fell away from, they don't fell away from the cross. You don't hear the cross no more. You don't hear the suffering about Jesus Christ dying on Calvary. You don't hear about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. You don't hear about the nail prints in his hand. And you didn't hear the rings of the hammer when they nailed him to a cross. And they nailed him. Him. Good God Almighty, they nailed him. They nailed him until the angels had to move back almost into eternity. They nailed him until the, the angels had to prune the wings. They nailed him until Satan said, we got him now. Uh, yes, they did. They said, we got him now. We don't hung him, and we don't kill him. And when they take him off the cross, I know where he's headed. He's coming down here in my territory. But when he comes down here, I'm going to tell old death, you got to hold him. And then I'm going to tell corruption to talk to death. And the corruption told death. He said, death, if you can hold him, I can corrupt him. Because, number one, I helped Moses. I helped Job. I held uh, Ezekiel. I held Isaiah. Then Jeremiah, I held all those old prophets. I held Daniel. I held Samson. I held David. I got them down here. And they can't lose. They can't move. They can't move because the sin has not been forgiven as far as the blood of Christ because the animal's blood was the covering until Jesus Christ came. But when Christ went down there, they tell me he lit up hell. Good God, and all the demons was trembling. They said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Look here. What's this light I see down I ain't never seen no light like that. You know the reason why I didn't see no light like this? Because Satan is of darkness, and he don't like light. But he saw the light of Son of Jesus Christ. And when he heard the light of Jesus Christ and saw him, they tell me, we got to stop this guy. We got to stop this guy because, number one, if he gets back up, <laughs> if he comes out of the grave, Satan is doomed if he come up out of that grave because it would be the first man, God man, that ever died and came back to life without a blood system. Because when Christ come up at that grave, guess what? He already had shed his blood. Woo! So he could not live in a physical life after the resurrection. And Amen. that's why his body was glorified. It was glorified. He was glorified body, no blood system, no heartbeat. Why? Because in order for the blood to go through your body, you got to have a good heart. Ooh! And God gave His heart, did His heart on the cross, and shed His blood for your lying self, your backbiting, your hypocrite, or your 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 self righteousness. You going around talking about you a child of God and you doing everything the opposite of what a child of God is doing. You're a liar. You're a backbiter. You're a whoremonger. And let me tell you, the Bible says ain't nobody can do. The Bible says all have sinned. All have ALL. Did you hear what I'm saying? ALL is the Moel. The only man that ever lived without sin is God's son. God's son. And who is God's son? Jesus Christ himself is God Almighty in the flesh. In order for him to live in the flesh, he had to have a blood system. And that blood system was drained. They drained him on the cross. They beat him 39 times. 39 times. He was sweating. He was sweating in the garden of Gethsemane. You know what he did? 
There was so much sin and degradation on Jesus Christ and the garden against Timothy that it busted his blood vessel. Oh, y'all ain't listening to me. Y'all ain't listening to me. I love every one of y'all out there. All those that's listening, those that don't want to listen. Jesus Christ died for you and shed his blood on Calvary's cross so that you wouldn't have to go to hell. And the world today mm-hmm. has rejected. The world today has rejected the cross. And guess what? Apostle Paul, dynamic preacher, the only preacher that I really, Amen. really, really, and all the other apostles too. But Brother Paul was a dynamite after he had been converted on the road to Damascus. Yes, he, he asked was. the Lord after he had been converted, Lord, what would you have to do? And he come out <laughs> of Judaism. And Judaism and Judaism was a heavy, heavy religion because it was it lasted for three thousand years until Christ came. And when Christ came, he died. And he tell me the Bell Temple rent from top to bottom. And now we don't have to kill animals. We don't have to sacrifice Amen. to go into the temple because Jesus Christ is our temple. We come straight to Jesus. Apostle Paul said that in Romans 10 and 9. If you confess with your mouth and believe with your mm-hmm. heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, the Bible says, thou shalt be saved. And when well, I mean saved, saved, S-A-B-E-D, saved for what? Ever. In other words, I'm not going to have to get saved. But one time, I got saved one time. I ain't getting saved no more. You don't get Amen. saved over and over again. Right. People are talking about, I saved yesterday, but I'm lost today. Oh, I thought I got saved, but I'm still doing the same old stuff I'm doing. But I'm going to get saved again. No, ain't such thing. Either you come to Christ Amen. or you don't come to Christ. Because when the world church comes, and I'm going to give it over to the brother. When the world church comes, you know what it's going to be filled with? It's going to be filled with unregenerated, redeemed people without the blood of Christ in their life. And the only way you can receive the blood is through the Holy Ghost. Because when the Holy Ghost comes, it's verified that Jesus Christ died and rose again and that his blood is the only sacrifice that can save the human being. And now, so when you talk about religion, all false religions, listen to me, and I'm going to give it to the brother. All false religions have not claimed the Savior. All false religions have not claimed the Savior that did that did what Jesus Christ did. He's the only man, God man. There ain't no other gods. There's over thirteen different kinds of gods in the in the Bible, and they all came from Babylon. And these gods today are coming back. And when they come back, they're coming back to rule the world for seven years through the Antichrist. And anybody that denies the burial the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, if they die without Christ in their life, being baptized with the Holy Ghost, hell will be their home. Amen. By, Come the on. Way, by, by the way, Christianity, whoo, hallelujah, Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is a divine relationship with Jesus Christ through his shed blood on Calvary's cross. And if you go to hell, Amen. it's called you have rejected 
the blood of Jesus Christ because the soul is in the blood and God's soul was in the blood and he died. He opened up a fountain and that fountain was filled with blood. And if the old rotten sinner, dirty sinner, that what I used to be, old lie, old backbiter, old pretty boy, walking around thinking I'm cute, I'm all, come on with little money in my pocket and, and going for the women and doing all that. I thought I would miss the hit until the Lord slammed me down on my knees and I confessed. Amen. Said, I want you, I want you to preach the gospel bazaar. I want you to preach it outside of the church because you ain't gonna be able to get in the church. And guess what? God was right because the gospel is being is not being preached today by these so called fake, low down, dirty, rotten, backbiting, money rich thing preachers. And that's what I hate. Somebody lying to somebody that don't know nothing. That's why the Bible tells the Christian, tell the even tell the sinner, read your Bible and find out where you going, where you came from, and where you getting ready to go, and what's going to happen to you if you reject Jesus Christ. That's right. Because Amen. salvation is in accepting Christ or rejecting Christ. Go ahead, brother. You got it. Amen, brother. Awesome word. Amen. Amen, brother. You know what? When you mentioned Paul, Amen. That brought a thought to my mind. Amen. Amen. Paul, awesome preacher, awesome man of God. Amen. The apostle Paul, let me me go there real quick. Go ahead, man. Amen. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Go in the book of Acts. Amen. These folks can play all they want. (laughs) Amen. See if I can find it. There it is. And, And I remember you talked about this one time as well. Now, listen to one of your shows, and you talked about it. Acts, the 19th chapter. Let me show you why it's important. What I said earlier about salvation, what the doctor just said about salvation. It's important that we understand salvation, what it is, and how to become saved. Very, very important. Acts, 19th chapter, verse 11. These folks that's out here playing and, and, you know, Acting like putting on a show. <laughs> yeah, putting on <laughs> Let me a show. show you what it did. Amen. Acts 19, chapter, verse 11. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. And you may say, what does that mean? The brother just said it. Oh, man, he just said it. He said, Paul, on his way to the road to Damascus, God knocked him off his horse. He was ready to serve. You know, some of us, <laughs> the doctor know where I'm going, some of us, it don't take, but, man, let me tell you something. God touched me. Man, I was ready. <laughs> Shoot. Man, I was sitting up there looking crazy. I said, God, I'm ready. What you need me to do? Because hey, some folks is like that. It only takes yeah. one plague. One plague, and we saved. See, Pharaoh was so hard-headed. God gave him 10 chances, and even after he took his son, after the last one, he still got hard-headed when I was choosing. See, you're not going to win when yeah, you go against yeah. God. Amen. You're just not going to win. Amen. Verse 11 says, and God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. What that means, remember we told y'all, many are called, but what few are chosen. chosen. Paul yeah. was chosen. The apostles that saw Christ were chosen. And and I, I don't know this for sure. I hadn't studied yet, so don't, don't quote me on this. But I believe that the apostles 
not only just and they, and maybe they did just only see Christ, but maybe had some type of relationship. But but because they did in a, that interaction made them apostles, and God blessed them with special miracles. And you know what, what one of the special miracles was? I'm gonna read it to you in a minute. I'm gonna come back to them and show you what the miracles were that the special miracle was that was given to them. Amen. Now watch this. Because it wasn't just Paul, it was the apostles that was given this special gift to cast out what? Demons were one of them. Now watch verse 20. So that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, these were who? Exorcists. And these were the sons of who? <laughs> sons of Sceva. <laughs> Took upon them. Now watch this. Hopefully y'all follow the scripture. <laughs> this is funny. My brother was the first one to he shared this story with me many years ago when I first got so I thought it was hilarious. And I started to read it for myself. And it did certain of the vagabonds. So the Jews, they had this practice. Amen. But you know the Jews, they didn't follow Christ. They they got the remember they rejected rejected Christ. And and so they began to, to use angels to perform exorcists. Amen. Amen. So Come they on. wasn't using the spirit of God, they were using and you know they weren't good angels, amen. But watch this. It says took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits. The name of the Lord Yeshua. Now watch this. I want you to pay attention. So for one, they was out of order because they saw what Paul was able to do. They heard about this Paul through the Ephesians. So they're gonna take it upon themselves. Say we can do that too. You know how that's how that's how they thought. Remember, uh, when Pharaoh, when Moses came and he threw down the the uh, uh, the the rod and, and the and Pharaoh and his, yeah. his guys. Threw down the rod, but you know, God overpowered, always overpowers the devil. And so Moses' uh, serpent overtook the two magicians' serpent. Now it's kind of the same thing, kind of the same thing with this, but what they saw him do, they, they want to prove, oh, well, we got that same power. We could do that same thing. They was impressed by Paul, to say the least. They said, he said, it said that, uh, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits. The name of the Lord, Yeshua, saying, we adjure you by Yeshua from Paul preaching. In other words, they were saying, instead of them acknowledging God, getting saved and doing it the right way, they tried to save in the name of Jesus by Paul. Uh-huh. No, uh-huh. you can't do that. This is what I'm telling you about the nonsense that's going on, and this is why you got and, and two male yeah. preachers in the church talking about they 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 married, and one of the preachers that's some nonsense. Two women talking about they preachers that's some nonsense. They in the church. This is why you have to be careful who you follow. This is what I was saying earlier. Was I saying that a person couldn't call the name of the Lord? You say that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying be aware. When you hear certain things, when you hear people say, because when I hear stuff like that, my antennas go up. I'm like, okay. You know, I'm watching you because, you know, 
folks can see stuff. And this is what the Bible also talks about over, I think, I believe, Hebrews, the sixth chapter. Many people experience the glory of God. When they come into church, have you ever seen people, they act like they shout and enjoy church, and as soon as they leave church, they stick out hell in them? <laughs> they cussing on, and cutting up and, and, and doing everything. And you, you think to yourself, like, man, I thought this was a person believing God. Hey, when I was young, I used to see that stuff all the time. I'd be in the back seat of the car. And the sister in the front seat is going to town cussing. Or the brother in the front seat, he's going like, what in the world? I thought these folks were, were some believing people. You got to be careful is what I'm saying to you, who you're associated with. People will try to groom you into so many different things. And you got and a lot of times you can feel it in your spirit, but some people try to ignore it. Man, let me tell you something. That's God talking to you, trying to let you know this person is a fraud. A fake and a phony. You yeah. Like I said earlier, man, there's somebody. I cannot stand fake people, phony especially. <laughs> there you go, phony lip. There you go, doctor. Especially in the church. Oh my gosh, I can't stand fake and phony people. Now watch this. Let me see what he said. Let me see. Let me see. I want you to see what happened in verse fourteen. And then there were seven sons of uh, of one schemer, a yeah. Jew. And chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit, watch this, this is funny. And the evil Come spirit answered and said, Now wait a minute. <laughs> See, they were trying to call out the demon. See, there are certain demons yeah. that are so powerful that you cannot play with. You don't play Come with on, that preacher. Stuff. That man, you don't you do not play with demons. All this stuff. Supposedly, man, there's some demons that are so powerful that they'll probably throw you through a wall. And tell you, I'm talking about they are so powerful that when they possess a yes, human they body, right. they can make that body so strong and so powerful. Man, it basically throw you through a wall. I'm serious. You can't play with this stuff out here. All these folks are running up down church, gays running up trail like they got the whole Man, these folks don't know what they're playing with. <laughs> but watch, watch what Come happens. Come on, preacher. Come and, on. They said, and the evil spirit answered and said, now, Yeshua, I know. And Paul, I know. But who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? I don't know you. Now, watch what happened. <laughs> and it said, and the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them. I, he, I mean, I just want them, all of them, so that, oh. <laughs> so that they fled out that house naked and wounded. So you see what I'm saying? Strip them butt naked <laughs> and beat them up. Come on. <laughs> he didn't just he didn't just he didn't just whoop them. Uh, uh, but he he, he what he do? He stripped them down Strip to the, the burn and and they, man and beat them up. Man, them you up. can't. Yeah, you can't play with certain things. You just can't. You cannot play with certain things. These folks have told they they believe in God. You sure can't let everybody touch you. Man, I said so much in church. Be careful who put their hands on you in church. You can't let everybody I'm lay hands you, on you. You can't let everybody Come put on. all on you. Boy, folks got some ill intent in this world. People will be cursing you, and you thinking they are just blessing you. They just cursing you. Don't be going to these different churches letting folks pray. Brother, sir, we need to pray for you. But I don't need you to pray for me, brother. It's time for me to leave. I don't know you. You ain't putting your hands on me. You ain't praying for me. All right. Be 
You got to be hey, careful. Man, let's just be real. You got to be careful who you let put the hands on you. But man, I, I remember my brother told that years ago. I thought that was so fun. The demons then jumped off. Now I got to show you something real quick. I'm gonna give you a turn back on the bird. I got to show you something. Go with me. I believe it's. Amen. See if I can find it real quick. Mark. Amen. There it is. Amen. Mark the third chapter, Amen. verse fifteen. Amen. Now, now Christ, He ordained the twelve. Amen. Amen. Right. He ordained them to right. apostles. So he ordained them, amen, with a gift. And they had the gift to call out evil spirits. Amen. See, it, this right. power only can come from God. Amen. Come on. This power come on. only comes from God. Amen. Demons ain't out here casting out demons. Amen. You got men out here playing games and stuff and act like they, they casting out demons. They, they playing games. They're like a magician. It, that's the money. He up here showing you all this stuff. That's the devil spirit. That's it. That's the money. He's showing you all. You know what, brother? I didn't even know. I learned years later that that word abracadabra is a, actually a, really a demonic word. That's that's real. That's, yeah, that's a real demonic yeah, word. Is. I didn't know that. I was uh, doing some research, and they said that. They said that that word abracadabra, and they, they think uh-huh. it's cute. They said that stuff in front of kids, so you think that stuff is cute. I had no idea. I said that is a demonic word. It is. Yeah. It's a demonic word. Yeah. But, amen. But I'm going to read this to you. Mark 3 and 15. It says, uh, let me start at 13. I'm going down to the 15. It says, he goeth up into a mountain and called unto him, unto him whom he would. And they came unto him. And he ordained the 12. You see that? Amen. Why well, a lot of times I have to introduce and let people know. I know I've been ordained the old school way. I've been licensed, ordained. I, I, you know, I came up through, you know, years of teaching, teaching Sunday school, preaching. I was called a long time ago, but I didn't become a licensed until eight years later. I didn't become a pastor until ten years later. You know, two years after I got licensed. Amen. And I remember a yes, long, sir. long time ago when I first got saved because when I teach Sunday school, my pastor then, he was ready to ordain me and, and license me back then, but I wasn't ready. I was like, no, you know, that's not what I want. I was running from it. Amen. <clears throat> but amen. But you know who's called in the gospel, of course, and it's because of the way I used to teach Sunday school. He knew. He said, brother, you're called to preach. He knew. Amen. So you can't just be just – and see, the problem now because of friendship and buddy buddy system, folks just abandoning <laughs> You know they are doctors. They just licensing anybody. Oh, it's my girlfriend. Well, she gonna it's my wife, and she's gonna be a preacher with me. Well, wait a minute. Hold on now. Come on now. Amen. Come on. Come should, on. Should should he or she be preaching? Amen. Let's just be real. Should they be preaching? You can't just be calling up your friends just because that's your friend. Amen. That person may not be called to preach. You got to, I mean, I talk to people. Amen. I, I talk to people, set them down, you know, see what they know. See where you're headed. Do you believe uh, Romans 10, 9, 10? Let's start there. Are you saved? For, come on. Everybody come in the on. church ain't saved. I, I got right. Everybody sitting in them pews out there ain't saved. These folks be coming up talking about, oh, I've been called to preach. Okay, well, first of all, have you, do you know the Lord? Have you been washing the blood? Have your sins been washed, your robe been washed whiter than snow? And the first thing I always ask people, I always ask them about that. And when they start tiptoeing and tap dancing, well, see, that already tell me you ain't even saved. That's the first thing you should know is if you saved. How are you in church you don't know if you saved? 
How are you going to say God calls you and you don't even know if you're saved or not? Oh, well, I hope, I, hope brother, we're going to pray for you. Sister, we're going to pray for you, and we're going to get you some teaching classes. We're going to get you some teachings, and, and we're, going, we're going to get you there. Amen. If you feel like, I'm not saying God ain't called you, but there's some things you got to do. This, this is why the world so corrupt with all Come these different now. religions. Picking up the Bible, talking about they know God, and they don't, they don't know Come God. On. They don't know God. Amen. I got the search they, don't they don't know God. Amen. And, and verse 14 says, and he ordained 12 that they should be with him and that he might send them forth to preach. There it is. And to have what power to hate, to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils. Amen. That's what we should be doing. All right. Amen. That's All what right. we should be doing. Amen. Last one, I'm going to give it to the brother. Amen. Mark, the fifth chapter. Let me go there real quick. Mark, the fifth chapter. See if I can find it. Oh, there it is. Mark 5, 1 through 4. It says, And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, Immediately, there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. Do y'all know why I'm telling y'all this? Come on now. The church, they got demons. Y'all think I'm playing. Up in the pulpit, got demons. You think I'm playing with you, but I'm not. Amen. Come on. It says, uh, um, it says, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and that the chains had been plucked asunder by him. I'm telling you, these demons are strong, boy. You can't be playing no demons. You know how powerful a chain is? You know how hard it is for a, a, a man to break it? The Bible said that he plucked it. You know what plug means? Like nothing? Come he on. like, poop, pop him off. He plucked him off of him. That's power. Yeah. He, you see these men with all these muscles, they big and building all, and they pulling, trying to break. They struggling and turning red veins about to pop out their head just to barely Come on, break a chain or trick a chain. This scripture said he plucked them like, poop. Like nothing, like golly, he had been and had been plucked or something about him, and the feathers broken in pieces. It didn't take him no seconds to do that. He wasn't out pulling and struggling and trying to veins popping out of here, turning red and brown or whatever color, whatever he was red blood, whatever whatever color you want. Say he was turning red, purple. He wasn't doing none of that. It didn't take him no seconds, no minutes to break the chain. He plucked them like nothing. Come on, preacher. And y'all got folks out here in the church playing with your soul. All because, yeah. you, all because you won't do one or two things. Number one, you can be studying to show your step approved. That's what I always Come do. On. Number two, amen, because you won't get up on the Bible preaching teacher. Preaching, preaching, preacher. Teaching, Come Bible on, preaching, teaching pastor, preacher. You won't. You want to go where it's popular. They got everybody in the church. And there's nothing wrong with that to a degree. But what's the pastor preaching? 
they dancing and, and Come on. going on with church now. They dancing now. I said they dance. They man, they dancing. <laughs> I don't know what else to call, but they that's it. No, they dancing. It's okay to dance for the Lord, but when no dance be like the dance that you do in the world, I don't know about that. Come on now, said, come on now. Folks, come on. almost twerking in the church. Tell it, tell it. Amen. But why would he say? It said, neither could any man tame him. So I want you to understand that when you allow people to play with you with, with this thing here that we call the word of God, this thing that we call that we believe in God, whether it's church, amen. Y'all be careful. I'm going to come back probably on tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to come back tomorrow. I'm going to get over to the brother. Yeah, you'll be tomorrow. with me on tomorrow. I'll be on. Yeah. Amen. I, I will definitely be on with you tomorrow. Amen. God is good. All right. Um, but I want you, I'm going to turn over to him, but I want to touch on, amen, uh, but I'll wait till tomorrow. Uh, but I want you all to know that be careful out here who you're dealing with. It's, this world is full of so many different religions, and all they are is evil spirits. There's only one real God, only one real God. And they know who, they, they, they know who the real God is. Go ahead, doctor. Take it away. All right. Look here. Look here. We're talking about salvation. It's a personal, it's a personal religion. So-called world call it person relationship with Jesus Christ. That's a relationship with Jesus Christ and him only. And you cannot mix Jesus Christ with Buddha. You can't mix him with Shintoism, Taoism. You can't mix him with world religion and call it a deliverance of salvation. I Amen. told you before, without the blood of Christ, there is no relationship because when that blood Amen. goes through you by the Holy Spirit, because we know that a man can only carry about maybe a gallon of blood in his in his body or maybe two gallons. I, I really had to number how many gallons of, um, of your body can hold. Uh, Jesus' blood was already shed, and that was God's blood. And since God is everything everywhere, that blood can stretch to the highest mountain, to the lowest valley. It's got enough blood. It's got enough blood to save the world a billion times. But it all depends upon the person. Do they want to receive salvation through the blood? There's two. I, I told you about a couple of months. There's two kinds of churches today. There's two kinds of churches. The false Amen. church. And the true church, the true church follows Christ, have had an experience with divine revelation of salvation with Jesus. That's the true church. They believe in holiness, sanctification, faith, love, hope, joy. The true church loves Christ. The true church obeys Christ. That's the true church. But in the true church, you've got some, some false people in the midst of the true church that's trying to mingle in with that, and they can't hold out. Because if Come you don't on, know God. Jesus Christ, you're not going to last. You're not going to last. You go through a whole lot of formality. But most people who are, most people, in fact, all people who have this year false idea that they can attain salvation by works and how much money they got or what Ooh. color their skin is not going to work. That's not salvation. That's, right. That's your own ideology. But listen, here's what the, here's what the false church looks like. Revelation 17 and 4. This is false religions. And the woman was arrayed in purple 
and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones, pearls, having a golden cup in her hand. And it now you'll notice how it reads, full of mm-hmm. righteousness. It didn't say that. It didn't say full of repentance. It didn't say full of it didn't say that. Read the Bible. It says full of abomination and filthiness Amen. of fornication. That's the false church. And the churches today is filled with full of abomination and filthiness. Women going with women, men with men, children being uh, 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 pornos. We got children pornography. We got children prostitution. We got men prostituting. And they go to church. They sing in the choir. They do all that. And they believe that this is all right. But this is what you call the false Christianity because they're calling it being a Christian. But being a Christian is completely different from a fake, bone faced quack person that says they know Jesus Christ and doing everything other than what Jesus Christ recommended them to do. This is what it says. And the woman, it says, and up on her head, forehead, was the name written, Mystery Babylon. Mystery Babylon from the 11th chapter of what? Mystery Babylon of the 11th chapter of Genesis because there's a mystery to iniquity. Iniquity is a mystery for those that don't know Christ. Why? Because the devil, amen, is very slick. They're very, very cunning. And he's got the old technique that he's using in modern-day society now. He's using that old technique for a new time. And guess what? People are sucking it up like water. They're sucking it up like gravy. They're sucking it up, and they believe that when the rapture of the church comes, they believe they're going. But you ain't going to heaven. You ain't going to heaven without the blood of Jesus Christ. You ain't going to heaven without being filled with the Holy Ghost. You ain't going to heaven without being sanctified and justified by the blood of Jesus. You just ain't going. There's no sin in heaven. Uh Uh-uh, no. No, I don't care who you are, what you are, where you're coming from. You can be a Jew or Gentile. And I know a lot of people say, well, since the Jews is God's chosen people, do they have special privilege? No. The privilege that they have to do, they got to live righteousness just like anybody else have to live righteousness. They got to accept Jesus Christ just like anybody except Jesus Christ. Why? Because Jesus Christ, these are my chosen people, and I want to serve, I want to serve, I want to save them. But they rejected Jesus Christ. But in the last day, God said, I'm going to bring the Jews back, and I'm not going to give them no second chance. I'm going to give them the last chance, and I'm going to open up their eyes, and the 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 the, the, the the nation of Israel will be revealed, the loving Christ that loved them to the end on the top of Mount, Mount what? On the top of Mount Olive, Israel, the eyes to see Jesus Christ. Now, that cup that we're talking about, let's see what's in the cup. We'll find what's in the cup in the 21st chapter of Revelation. This is what's in the cup. It says, but the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers, and the whoremongers, I'm going to stress on the whoremongers. What is a whoremonger? A whoremonger is a man that goes with any woman, any time, have any kind of old sex, do all kind of old wicked deeds. They have sex without, I don't know, 50, 60 women a day. They just sex, pornography. They, that's a whoremonger. That's a whoring after women. Women is on their mind. Men, women is on in their eyes. The women, is, it, that's all they can do is money, women, and prestige. Whoremongers, listen, 
and sorcerers. That's, that's drugs. Drugs are wiping out church folks. Drugs are wiping out the government. Drugs are wiping out all those that take it. Listen to what it says. It says sorcerers and idolaters. Anything other than Jesus Christ is idolatry. You worship anything else other than Jesus Christ, you are an idolatry. If you take Jesus Christ second, you're an idolatry. Why? Because, number one, Jesus Christ says, God tells us in the in the book of Exodus, don't have no other God before me. So you got you got the idolatry and all liars. Who is a liar? Anybody that denied that Jesus Christ came in the flesh is a liar. They're mm-hmm. anti-Christ. Anybody that said that Jesus Christ is not God Almighty, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, and that he died according to the Godhead, he died as a man, he was resurrected by God himself, and when he was resurrected, he had no blood system. So now the blood has been shed. And now those that don't receive the blood, this is what it says. It says, and the idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with what? Fire and brimstone, which is the second death. It's over. It's over. Those that reject it and uh, goes along with this world council of churches, and all these churches are going to unite together in the, the book of Revelation, in the tribulation period. They're all going to unite together and become one world church. These are unregenerated people, and they're nasty. They're abominable. They're whoremongers. They're sorcerers. They're unbelievers. They're all liars. They're going to be cast into the lake of fire. There ain't going to be no suitcase packing and somebody marching to hell because the Bible said they're going to be cast into hell. So if you're going to be cast into mm. hell, that means angels are going to have a busy job casting people into in the lake, Gehenna, in the lake of fire after the millennium reign of Jesus Christ. My friends, listen to us tonight. You may have a you may have a wonderful you may have a wonderful Labor Day. Mm. A lot of people getting ready for Labor, and they can party, and they'll be a drink, and they'll be celebrating. And get, but, but let me tell you something. All that you good times you have, if you have an accident, or if you die, if somebody shoots you, if somebody mm. uh, throw you off a bridge, if you get choked by a, 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 a grape and you die, if you die, now everybody gonna die one day except the rapture come. A lot of people ain't gonna right. be able to die because they're gonna be caught up. But if you die, listen, if you die tonight and you haven't confessed the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and you haven't repented of your sin and asked the almighty God, the God of love, the God of mercy, the God of forgiveness, to forgive you of your sin and tell him to come into my life through his son, Jesus Christ, and you die in your sins. I didn't say half of your sins. I didn't say a little bit. I said, but if you die in your sins, Without Christ, you are going to end up in hell, period. Because you're going to die from your own sins. The wages of sin is death, 
for the gift of God's eternal life through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So it ain't going to be Buddha. It ain't going to be Farrakhan. It ain't going to be the Baptist. It ain't going to be the Presbyterian. It ain't going to be the Catholic. It ain't going to be Zulu. It ain't going to be uh, uh, Taoism. It ain't going to be Buddhism. It ain't going to be Judaism. It's going to be Jesus Christ and him, Amen. the great Redeemer, that can redeem those that want to be redeemed. And Apostle Paul said in his letter in the book of Romans 10 and 9, confess, admit, the Lord Jesus Christ died for you with your mouth and that he is Lord, God of Almighty, and that he died and came back from the grave on what? The third day. It's 2023. Listen, it's 2023, and three in the number is a, is, is, is a great number. Three days in the heart of the earth, three days Jonah standing in the, in the well, three, three times uh, 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 Peter denied Jesus Christ, and guess what? It's 2023, and guess what? 2023 is a perfect time for the rapture, according on, to God. the so far blowing this September 15, 16, and 17. It's 2023. I'm going to close with this. Don't, don't, on, don't, don't reject Christ. Come to him now. God loves you. God mm. smile upon you. We'll see you tomorrow night. Tomorrow, uh, brother, I, I tell you, brother, you can have the last two minutes. Go ahead, open up that altar again for the last Amen. two minutes, Roman. and tomorrow we'll, we'll finish it. Go ahead. You open it up. We'll, we'll be again. on tomorrow. Roman. Okay. Right. Amen. Amen. Awesome word. Romans 10, 9, and 10. If you want to get saved, that's it. All this religious stuff folks is talking about, we're not telling you not to live what God has told us to do by the commandments or, or what God has given us. But remember what, what, what Christ said. On these two laws, hang all the laws and the prophets. Focus on love. Don't get out here and be focusing on trying to do this. Focus on loving people. And Christ, Christ said himself, you will automatically feel all the rest of the commandments. That's the problem. Folks are so bitter. Yep. People don't want to focus on loving one another. We don't want to focus on love. That's the problem around the world. Don't nobody want to focus on love. 